0: in our bill of rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions to think your own thoughts and to say what's on your mind we couldn't have liberty without it now more than ever it's good to spout off to listen debate and participate here's your host of spouting off commentator columnist and all-around rabble rouser karen cataline
1: They did it. They've been telegraphing they were going to do it. They told us to brace ourselves when they were going to do it. They kept telling us we're going to do it. And it got leaked. And guess what? They did it. Roe v. Wade has been repealed, and the left has lost their cookies for the second time in a week. I love doing our show at the end of the week when we can comment. On the weekend and elsewhere, what's been going on during the week? And we will be very, very topical. Yes, Uh, Joe Biden made comments that somebody told him to read about the repeal of Roe v. Wade, that this is going to put women's lives in danger. Really? You think, really, having a baby will put women's lives in danger? That's what they want you to believe. They also want you to believe that. This is the end of abortion, legalized abortion. They also want you to believe that abortion is a fundamental human right, which it is not. It is not enumerated in the Constitution, and that's really all they did uh, on this decision. They stopped making it a federal case, and they gave it to the states to decide. You mean allowing states to decide their own law When it comes to these things, uh, you can't do that. Uh, The left is already threatening to burn down the Supreme Court, God forbid. I am happy. I have a couple of comments and we're going to jump right over in a little bit to our guests. So let me just do a little spouting, a little spouting off on this. Uh, Because remember, spouting off is a good thing. It means that you're talking uncensored, which is The way God and our founders intended it to be, that the government shouldn't be able to punish you for what you do, and the government shouldn't be able to use corporations and other businesses as their proxy to punish you for having an opinion that the government doesn't like. But uh, that is another issue for another day. So if the left doesn't get their way, you have to pay. Uh, We'll see during this weekend. Just how much they're going to create violence because to them, abortion is the symbol of freedom. Seriously? They have, the left has succeeded for decades in making people believe that the right to an abortion is the symbol of freedom in this country. It isn't, you don't have a right. To abortion. But we could debate that another day. What the left seems to believe is they can make you do whatever they want as long as you could abort your own child. That is what freedom means to a certain segment of the population. Kathy Hochul of New York, the replacement for the other atrocious governor, this one's worse, um, governor of New York, says abortion is a fundamental human right but she disregards fundamental human rights for all of us. And that's the amazing thing. This is an in-your-face redefinition of what constitutional rights mean. Biden gave a a speech calling abortion a constitutional right, which is false, and he has already laid down the gauntlet, which I knew he would. Now, keep in mind, Someone wrote this for him. I don't think he's thought about this. But this is why I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the left is excited about the repeal of Roe v. Wade because they are intending, have intended to make it a referendum in the November midterm elections because they have nothing else to run on. As they've been making people's lives miserable as they've been taking away constitutional, real constitutional rights at a maddening pace. They are going to tell you that the entire election midterms is all about abortion. Uh, Abortion is on the ballot. He said freedoms. Biden said your personal freedoms are on the ballot as they go about taking away Your personal freedoms. I'm so delighted because we're going to shift gears here, and yet we're not going to shift gears and welcome a go-to guy for me because along with this recent decision, and he may have a comment or two on that, he is my go-to guy on the Second Amendment. Huge things happened and are happening this week uh, with with regard to the Second Amendment. You're right. To defend yourself and your loved ones. Uh, And his name is Dan Wass. Let me get his bio here handy so I can uh, introduce him appropriately. Dan Wass, he's an American entrepreneur, author, musician, and NRA member, founder and president of House Detective Inc., a home inspection and appraisal company serving many markets across the United States. He's also an active real estate investor. He does a great show over there at www.danwas.com. And what a time to have him on when so much is going on with our rights, our our God-given rights to defend ourselves. Dan Was, welcome to Spouting Off. Always a pleasure to have you.
2: Hey,
3: Karen, it's always great to talk to you. And what a great couple days it looks like. The evil left just got a good old fashioned spanking with the Constitution.
1: How about that? Let's go back since, you know, where people are talking about Roe v. Wade right now. Let's go back to a decision that was made, what was it, yesterday? It seems like so long ago. Um, uh, earlier in the week, I should say, when the uh, uh, New York State case about concealed carry was ruled unconstitutional by this court that the left now hates with a purple passion. Go for it and explain to us what that's all about.
3: Well, this case started, I think, back in 2015 when a couple guys from New York decided they wanted to get their handgun permits and they were denied. They were denied because they didn't show, quote, proper cause. Uh, In other words, the New York legislature decided that they would control the rights of the people who live within it, within the New York borders, and they would decide whether or not you are worthy or if you deserve to be able to exercise your God-given right. In other words, New York State decided that they were more powerful than God when it came to the rights mm. of the people.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Isn't that what leftists so do? left us do that, that all the time. We want to be god yeah. in our universe and in yours. Go ahead, sorry.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So these two guys said, "Well, I don't think so. That's that's not going to happen." They they contacted uh, Tom King, who I know from the uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, and they said, "Well, uh, let's let's file a lawsuit because this violates our constitutional rights." Well, it took a lot of years now and here we are. Yesterday, the Supreme Court decided that yes in fact it is a violation of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights specifically the Second Amendment to to violate uh, to, to deny someone um, their ability to keep and bear arms uh, if they don't show proper cause there was nothing ever in the Constitution that talked about proper cause the 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 Constitution doesn't say the right of the people to keep and bear arms as long as the Democrats think you deserve it it wasn't written like and that. and you can
1: so, you can make a case that you've been threatened in some way which the left has been threatening the lives of all of us with their open borders and the rest of it so yeah <laughs> well, did you look at point. new york city in 2020 it wasn't very safe
3: Go well ahead, that's sorry. true and you could actually make a case for proper cause and people were making cases for proper cause uh, but in new york there they would hardly ever uh, issue carry permits it was It was almost unheard of uh, Upstate yeah. New York, where I live, is a little bit different um uh, but yet but it's still a two tiered process. You get a, a temporary permit to carry, then mm-hmm. you've got to go through a one year probation, you have to pay pay more money, you have to take more courses, you have to do all, jump through all sorts of hoops to exercise a right. Right and make that, no mistake,
1: you, people need to know you shouldn't have to ask the government for permission and make a case right. for a right that is a constitutional right. Meanwhile, they're making constitutional rights that don't exist, and they're trying to take away constitutional <laughs> rights that do exist.
3: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. They got it exactly backwards. The Democrats have right. it exactly backwards. There's nowhere in the Constitution does it say you have the right to kill a baby. It, yeah. it just doesn't. As a matter of fact, it says the exact opposite, that we have the right to life. How and about then you go over to that? The second, you hear that I'm music,
1: not, but but guess what, Dan? We we are going to keep you through the next segment. We're so happy to have you. Dan Wass joins us, and we'll be back right after this
4: we are being censored america's news outlets no longer provide the truth 90 percent of news outlets in the united states are controlled by six corporations they're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening they're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent the mission of the epoch times is to chase the truth to ground all statements and facts and prevent people from being misled the epoch times is independent we're not controlled by any special interest and we never will be. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today to our digital edition at the epochtimes.com
1: and use the promo code RAM.
4: And join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. Read the difference in all your devices. We'd love to have you on board.
5: Are you tired of the same old snacks looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins and candy coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to white mountain munchies made from 100% all natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com.
6: White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything. But they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council.
1: The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi.
0: Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having Um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong.
7: Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense.
1: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Spouting Off. Yes, Spouting Off is a good thing. And here, one of my favorite go-to gun guys, although he can talk about a lot more things than guns. You know, if you like guns, if you like them uh, uh, to protect you, to uh, sports shoot, whatever it is, the left thinks you're already crazy. Uh, Dan, thank you for staying on the line with us. Uh, about all that's been going on in legislation on the second amendment i got a big question for you thanks for staying i hope it's an
3: easy one
1: you know it is for you it's going to be easy (laughs) having come from colorado to point south i watched firsthand the left institute what i consider i'm not a constitutional scholar one of the most outrageously unconstitutional uh, ideas that the left has been uh, plotting to make the law of the land all over the country, and they are doing so in this gun bill that I think is going to pass with the uh, turncoat Republicans' blessing, it's outrageous to say, and that is red flag laws. Talk about this a little bit and why they're so dangerous to all of
3: us. Well, I can t- I'll try to give you some quick bullet points. I talk about this a lot and how they, how the red flag laws work in conjunction with universal background checks. Now, red flag laws are basically um, the the ability of the local sheriffs to departments to confiscate guns without due process. In other words, you can yes. be accused. Of being a risk to yourself or society, a judge can sign off on an order, and and cops can come to your house and literally take your guns without you having anything to say about it. And then you have to pay for a lawyer on your own. Um, they, they then you have to go to court basically and, and fight for your rights back and fight and prove your that you're back.
1: sane. Prove, prove that your you're sane. Innocence.
3: Right, exactly. Uh, b- and by, and an accusa-
1: to- I, let me just say, an, a possible accusation of a person who could be insane, but who didn't even have to come in person before a court.
3: Right, Right, and that's a good point because a lot of times in a lot of states, they are uh, anonymous. You can be anonymous. So anyway, so, so that's red yeah. flag law. And then if you notice, they're also pushing for more universal background checks. Um, what that means is that ultimately a gun registry, and they use the ghost gun um, scare tactic to, to get people to support universal background checks by saying you know, all these mm-hmm. unregistered, untraceable guns are out there in society and everybody should be scared. And people who don't know any better go, oh yeah, well maybe background checks and serial numbers are a good thing, but our founding fathers never said the right of the people to keep and bear arms – as long as the government knows exactly who has the guns and where they're located. In other words, it was none of the government's damn business who had guns and where they're located, but they're pushing ghost guns to scare people into supporting universal background checks, which ultimately results in a gun registry. Why do they want the gun registry? Well, in order to confiscate guns Mm. under red flag laws, they need to know where they are.
1: Yes, they do.
3: That's why they're pushing and red flag laws and universal background checks together.
1: It is not as if there aren't domestic disputes, even a roommate, a former roommate. Sure. They're creating suspicion, distrust among the citizenry, yep. and a wonderful way for a crazy, insane person or anybody with a vendetta to disarm right. a law abiding citizen. Uh, and, and I guess the bottom line here, since our time is always so short with you and we'll, I'll we'll have you back as one of our regulars on the gun issue among others is if a uh, only somebody who means a law abiding citizen harm wants to take away their right to defend themselves. Am I wrong somewhere? I mean, I think that's what no, people yeah, need
3: to understand. they, they, that's what they say. The only, you know, they, they want to take away your guns because they're afraid that you'll that they're about to do something that, that you would want to shoot them for. <laughs> you know? that's that's the that's the idea behind the Second Amendment. It was that don't bring tyranny to our land, mm. and because if you do, you will there will be hell to pay. That's why our founding fathers made sure that we had that right and that ability for tyrannical to to protect ourselves from tyrannical government should that ever happen. So anytime yeah. the government wants to take away your guns, you got to ask yourself, do they plan Why? on doing something to harm well,
1: us? It, 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 well, exactly, and they have gone about the leftist policies with the help of some weenie Republicans or worse, Uh, have gone about making life more dangerous for law-abiding citizens than ever before. You've got a vice president who wanted to bail out rioters. You've got them redefining what riot and insurrection means to only apply to their political enemies. You've got a lot of reasons why life is more dangerous. Oh, and don't forget, defund the police. So they used to say you don't need a gun because the police will protect you, but now they want to get rid of the police because, really, they want you helpless and submissive. Am I wrong there?
3: No, you're not wrong. They're trying, as far as I can see, they're trying to create a victim-predator society. And because even up up here, my pretend governor, non-elected Governor Hochul, in new york uh just let out almost 200 prisoners out of rikers island i mean why would you do that Mm. and and simultaneously try to disarm your citizens it's because i think what's that sorry
1: i said (laughs) together (laughs) when you put that together it doesn't bode well for their intentions of the people that they're supposed to represent
3: well, it looks like they're trying to create a victim predator society. Like I said, because mm. people are easier to control if they're fearful and if they're helpless and if they're unarmed, um, and they, they're more likely to go to government for protection, go to government for um, uh, mon- money, you know, uh, welfare. We have rampant welfare dependency. You know, anytime they can make the people dependent on the government, they have better better chance of controlling them.
1: And we saw. Uh, the track record of when the government controls cities. They're they're just so safe and clean and oh, yeah. free yeah. and protected. <laughs> I and, love your sarcasm, uh, Karen. <laughs> I can't I can't do anything else at this point because to me it's it's brazenly obvious, but it isn't obvious to everyone, which is why there we I have know. people like you on. In our several minutes left, what do you want to leave us with? Because you can see, I have a lot of passion about this issue. I think people ought, law-abiding citizens ought to be able to defend themselves and their families. But we've got a government that says no. You should not be able to do that, and it's somehow our fault when people use guns irresponsibly. It's the fault of people who are responsible. I mean, that's just insane too. So, what do you want to leave us with? Sorry.
3: Well, I, I just, I, I just be thankful that we got these two uh, Supreme Court decisions. Uh, this is getting us closer back in the right direction toward the Constitution, which is where we should have been all along. So, you know, let's be thankful for that. Let's keep right for our rights because it does help. It works. I mean, look what Trump did by put, putting those uh, conservative justices in. Um, and if people want to learn more about the gun grab and the people behind the gun grab and the strategies and tactics that they used uh, they can look at they can look for my book series good gun bad guy at goodgunbadguy.com and right. we also have a web show called the loaded mic on the right america media network
1: uh, uh-huh. so they can, right.
3: they can check that out too
1: well that's great and i i went a little short rather than a little long so um, what can we look to uh, with additional things do you think uh, what do you think in the horizon we're going to watch As it relates to the Second Amendment, because we know people like, oh, David Hogg and others, uh, they're not going to quit. They're not going to stop. They're not going to say, oh, you know what? Uh, Those people, those law abiding citizens do deserve the right to defend ourselves themselves. They're done. Uh, I mean, you know, so what what are we looking at for maybe the next thing that they're going to do or try?
3: Well, they're always going to try the so-called assault weapons ban, which they tried back in 94, and it sunsetted 10 years later because it did nothing to stop violence. So they're going to try so-called assault weapons ban. They're going to try magazine capacity restrictions again. They're going to push for their red flag laws. And, of course, like I said, they want universal background checks, which ultimately will be a gun registry. So we have to fight them back every step of the way. We cannot give them an inch because every time we give them an inch, they take a mile. And and it, thank God we have organizations, statewide organizations, gun rights organizations, and big national groups like Gun Owners of America, Second Amendment Foundation. We have big groups um, who are funded by our membership, and they're the ones in court fighting. If it wasn't for the New York State Rifle and Pistol, small New York, you know, statewide, gov- uh, you know, gun rights group, we wouldn't have this huge success and mm. so just the importance of the state the state-run groups um i just want to stress that support your state groups and yeah. support one or one or more of your national groups and, and that's yeah how we're gonna get thank you
1: so much we got yeah. the music coming up and i'm gonna let oh, you I go you. but okay. just a second uh, and and also keep in mind that the supreme court decision on abortion is relevant because you're going to see them try to pack the Supreme Court to get what they want on guns and everything else. Thank you, Dan Waz. We'll have you back. We love having you about this and other issues. So you take care. Have a great weekend.
3: You too. Well,
1: yes, and when we come back, you're going to want to stay tuned for this. I'll tell you all about it. I don't have time. We got a pro-Trump drag queen.
0: Woo-hoo! Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life.
1: One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck
0: a little hug.
8: I've never slept better in my life. What's
2: better than a great night's sleep?
8: Caller,
0: go online to take advantage of my best. Off forever for a limited time. When you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $2998. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep, sleep well, America! America! Call one
1: 800 867 416 and use the promo code RAM. R-A-M. That's one 800 867 416 and use the promo code RAM.
5: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world,
1: visit my pillow. Com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in The Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com.
5: Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest, Uh-oh. or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash.
8: Fantastic.
5: Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. Yikes. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit prediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes
9: awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life. The bills, the job, the family. Things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, Don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo
0: in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off.
1: Welcome back, everybody. to spouting off we 're already halfway through the show. Things go so quickly around here, but boy, do I love and appreciate the opportunities that I have to meet fascinating people who buck the uh, going no- the going uh, uh, trendiness and in fact he 's really not i 've got to know him just a little bit, talking to him on the phone and you may have heard my commercial about the book that i wrote about uh the attempt to sexualize children and this bastardization of uh, uh you know drag queen story hour and what have you well i happen to through lots of different channels meet and find a person who's gay who uh calls himself a drag artist and who goes by the name Lady Maga. He is a Trump-supporting conservative, and he doesn't go for any of that uh, uh, drag queen story hour and, and uh, taking away the rights and not protecting children. And boy, I love folks like that. Ryan Woods is his name. He is a proud Eagle Scout, America First Republican christian and political activist he's an award-winning journalist with a background in mass communication and video production he's president of the log cabin republicans in utah and is working to save his state from a leftist takeover ryan lady maga woods joins us here on spouting off welcome ryan
2: karen can you hear me okay
1: Oh, yes, I can. I can hear your brilliant personality as well.
2: Well, <laughs> gracious me, that was quite the introduction. I'm so honored. I'm glad that you mentioned I'm an Eagle Scout, although, you know, the Scouts have been ruined. The leftists ruin everything they uh, touch, and they've also ruined the Boy Scouts. But I was an Eagle Scout back when it was uh, actually something uh, wonderful. Just one correction, I'm currently vice president of the Log Cabin Republicans. Uh, Um, because we needed someone who was better with technology than I am. So I'm just vice president, but I'm so glad to be here. And I'm glad that you, um, you mentioned this drag queen story, hour nonsense. It really does bother me a lot because you know, Um, the artistry of dressing up like Mrs. Doubtfire or some like it hot. It's meant to be comedy. It's meant to be silly. But, um, you know, the drag queens are being used by the left to push this transgender narrative on kids and confuse them about gender. And I don't want to confuse anybody. I'm a theatrical man. I love a good costume. I love a hilarious wig. And I just want to make people laugh and smile. So that's why I've stepped away from the entire LGBT, LGBTQ, so called community, because for for the past 30 years, nobody cared about their gay brother. Nobody cared about their lesbian neighbors. They probably helped them fix their roof. But now there's a backlash against common sense, tax paying, business owning gay people who are consenting adults. And it really is sad. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, when you look at Nazi Germany, when you look at any country, Um, once the encroachment of uh, socialism or tyranny starts, they go for the kids first. And that's what's happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just heartbreaking that they want people to accept something so preposterous. I mean, we've had movie ratings forever. We don't expose kids to X-rated movies. And yet somehow we should have pornography on the shelves of public schools and have Drag Queen Story Hour. What do you make of this? over-the-top radical, Uh, why do you think, as a proud conservative, Ryan, what do you make of why they're doing this? You said one thing, that is, they're going after the kids, but why confuse kids about their gender? Why why indoctrinate kids about transgenderism and and put men in girls' and women's bathrooms? What do you think
2: is going on? Well, it's a very complex issue, but one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this topic is because, you know, growing up, I loved Barbie. I loved my little pony. When nobody was home, I would twirl around in my sister's prom dress. And the reality is I was a biological little boy who liked things that weren't typically for boys. And had I been born today to woke parents, they would have told me I'm in the wrong body. And then they would have put me on puberty blockers and they would have permanently altered my, my body for the rest of my life. And one of the greatest lies right now within this whole, uh, so-called trans kids movement is that the puberty blockers are reversible. They are not reversible. If your anatomy does not fully develop and you do not go through puberty, you will never ever be able to restore your body to what it formerly was. So there's a few reasons I think they're doing this. Um, as I said earlier, nobody cares about your gay brother, your gay cousin, lesbian aunt. I mean, it's, it's a non-issue. So organizations okay. like the Human Rights Campaign and GLAD and Equality Centers and Pride Centers across the country, they realize, oh, gosh, we need a new victim narrative because gays and lesbians are living their best lives. It's a non-issue. So what can we do to perpetuate a victim narrative? And that's why we have the ever-expanding alphabet. And the Democrats are very good at presenting themselves as the saviors to protect minorities. So they, it's about virtue signaling. So they, they like to go out there and say, we care about trans children. We don't want them to kill themselves. We are the benevolent, wonderful protectors of these, these misunderstood poor children. So it's all about optics. And when it comes to the parents who are doing this to their children, to the parents of, of so-called drag kids in a nightclub performing pro- provocatively, you know, in a nightclub, it's about the parents. They want to appear woke. They want to virtue signal. And they're exploiting their little kids all across social media. So um, I would say the main reason this is happening is because um, the victim narrative is the left's greatest weapon. We see that with African-Americans. We see that with women. And so um, having a victim narrative that involves children tugs on the heartstrings of good people who just want to do what's right. And they believe the lies. And, you know, They keep repeating, repeating, repeating the lies across uh, mainstream media and people feel good about themselves. They feel like they're protecting children when in reality they're mutilating their little bodies. And Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, any surgery on a minor is the equivalent of female genital mutilation in Islamic countries. It's the same thing. You know, I
1: just I just love what you said. And there is it isn't just that. It, it, all of us can say it, but when when you say it, it has special significance because you' are standing up against the crowd the way all of us need to stand up against the crowd on a variety of other issues so so i I just thank you for speaking up about that, and you've graciously agreed to stay with us through a break. We have a few minutes. I want to ask you about this notion that if you are Accepting of one leftist idea, say that you're LGBTQABCXYZ, then you have to be intersectional and you have to swallow the entire leftist agenda. Uh, talk about that a little bit until for about a minute and a half, and then we'll have you uh, through the break, and we'll talk about even more stuff after uh, on the other side.
2: Oh, of course. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we've all read 1984. And um, collectivism and groupthink are mm. are very powerful tools. People don't want to stand out. They don't want to go against the grain. And when someone like me steps away and says, "Listen, I'm a drag artist. I love dressing up. But if I'm in public, I'm going to be covered neck to toe. I'm not going to walk around in a in a sleazy outfit." So when you step away from that collectivist hive mind, you are considered a traitor. And so people are being um, conditioned. You know, we saw this a little bit with the COVID narrative that um, if you Mm -hmm. don't, if you question anything, then you're a bad person. And so, yeah, intersectionality. um, If you are gay, then you are supposed to be a Democrat. You are supposed to support Black Lives Matter riots. I mean, you have to think a certain way. And our country was founded on individual liberty. An individual's pursuit of happiness. So, yeah, you can agree with certain things on the conservative side and certain things on the left, but every American needs to step back and think independently and not get sucked into these collectivist narratives, which are entirely dangerous. And I know that 60% of gay men voted for Donald Trump and they don't agree with drag queen story hours. They don't agree with pride parades, waving sex toys in front of families and kids, but they're too afraid to do anything because they see people like me who get publicly attacked for daring to Mm. question the narrative even a little bit.
5: Yeah,
1: that is so true. And that was where I was going to go. I was a minute too early. And that is, (laughs) you said something to me that I've been repeating consistently for a while, which is that 60% of gay people voted for Donald Trump and you consider it part of your mission to help them come out of the closet. (laughs) I just love it. Well, you know,
2: I grew up Mormon. I grew up Mormon. God bless the really? Mormons. And coming out of the uh, closet as a gay Mormon, it was a challenge. I did the mission in France uh, for two years. It was hard when I came out of the closet. But I'll tell you this: coming out as a conservative drag artist, especially as a Trump supporter, was one thousand times more difficult than it was to come out as a gay Mormon. Hold I, mean, I never that got thought, because we're going to
1: we're going to continue that with Ryan Lady Gaga Woods here on Spouting Off. Don't go away. Uh, this This is good stuff. We'll be right back.
2: I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the epic times. I deliver the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country.
8: Share Healthcare,
7: how can I help? Ha- help, I missed the deadline.
8: Um, what deadline?
7: The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out.
8: We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time.
7: Oh, but can I afford it?
8: Share Healthcare programs start at 149 a month.
7: Less than $5 a day. Can I keep my doctor?
8: Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital.
7: Amazing. How do I join?
8: Just visit ShareHealthCare.com.
7: ShareHealthCare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now, there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice. It's completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So, I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Aunt Emma's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you, too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at LiveAdvice.com, and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at LiveAdvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication?
4: I am the father of a 9-year-old little girl and a 6-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. parents' job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings but I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them
8: That's dedication Find out more at fatherhood.gov Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council Wake up and text Text and eat Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop.
5: Wait, 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 wait. wait.
8: Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
5: Hi. Oh, hey.
8: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to spouting off with Karen Cataline.
1: so good of you to stay with us here on Spouting Off. What a pleasure it is to find people who are not only doing their own thing, but they're helping other people to speak out and say what's true for them when it doesn't conform to the group that they're being told they must speak for. (laughs) That's a lot of words to say that we are completing our wonderful interview with Ryan, Lady Maga Woods, a drag Entertainer who is both Republican, uh, a political activist, and uh, uh, doesn't go for Drag Queen Story Hour, among other things. Thanks so much, Ryan, for staying with us through the break.
2: Oh, of course. It's an absolute honor to be here. Um, <laughs> I know that the majority of your listeners, uh, talking to someone like me, there's a lot to unpack. So, you know, I do have my detractors. Of course, the people on the left can't stand me. They call me a Nazi. They call me a racist. But there mm. are those on the right who fear me because of the radical LGBTQ movement. So I'd just like to ask your listeners, if you, if you want to learn more, you can go to LadyMagaUSA.com. And they can also follow me on Facebook, LadyMagaUSA. And if they just dive into I'd say, give me 20 minutes. Watch 20 minutes of my videos, and you'll understand what I'm all about Um, My primary issue with Drag Queen Story Hour is they're not doing it in a private setting. If these were private events, I wouldn't have such a big issue. But they are invading sacred spaces. And when I say sacred spaces, I mean a library. That is a place for contemplation and quiet reading and families. It's a sanctuary. And, of course, an elementary school is off limits. Those are not your kids. Listen, if you want to have your show with your friends, go ahead. But it's very, it's very telling that they invade uh, public, you know, taxpayer-funded spaces uh, d- directly marketed to um, mm. kids. And the stories they read, I mean, they're not reading Where the Wild Things Are or Curious George. They are reading very carefully selected propagandist books that are all about gender confusion and encouraging children to, um, you know, c- confuse them. And it's just it's just outrageous. It's very sad. And um, I try to build bridges. I'm actually in Reno, Nevada, right now,
9: uh, Are you? Town, the
2: biggest little city in the world. And I have an event, uh, a forum tomorrow night. And there's there's uh, four of us on the forum. One man is a black evangelical preacher. The second guy is a Mormon political, um, religious activist. There's me. And then there's a Republican woman and we're just going to have a conversation and talk about, okay, obviously we're all very different. How can we come together and defy identity politics and save the basic fundamentals, um, the constitution, free speech for all and the second amendment, because without those three things, we won't even be able to argue in the future.
1: Yeah, so well said and I I wish you luck with that event. I want to drill down with this with this observation I guess you could say. It's no secret that the largest part of my my audience are Christian and conservative. I'm conservative but I'm not a Christian and I whether or not I disapprove, I mean I was in the theater for years. I worked with gay people more than in some casts straight people but the left seems to have twisted things upside down and make disapproval against the law uh, they're allowed to disapprove of you for disapproving i don't think that christians who disapprove of your lifestyle or your choices i don't think we have a serious problem with that with them trying to stop you you know one of the great
2: people, no, I, I, Tammy Bruce. No, I completely agree. All yes, of my exactly. Closest friends, you, you can know, tolerate I, I, I disapproval. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Of course, I can. I just yeah. ask for my secular American freedoms, and your religious beliefs are none of my business. If I don't want you up all in my business, why am I right. over here critiquing your faith? You know, Touché. I live in Utah. All, all différence.
1: You know, and and, and but, instead. I just want to point out this wonderful book that Tammy Bruce wrote a long time ago, well-known lesbian conservative who wrote the new thought police that somehow you're not allowed to disapprove because that makes you anti, you know, I've got to stop you from disapproving. Meanwhile, I get to stop you from thinking what you want to think. That's backwards, right?
2: Well, that's what it's all about. It's it's emotional manipulation with the ultimate goal of, thought control, that's why we have, you know, if, if you and I, Karen, if you and I are walking down the street and some crazy person shoots both of us, one crime is more important because I am a homosexual and you are not. That is not fair. We don't need special treatment. And in the past, the gay movement was primarily about consenting adult homosexual right. people, gays and right. lesbians. And now the ever-expanding victim narrative Include queer and questioning people. These are just straight people, primarily straight young kids who want to be special, who want to be part of a marginalized group because that's the trend. You know, it's the victim Olympics. The more of a victim you are, the, the, <laughs> the better victim Olympics. Are the people on the left. So, what well is put. what it is? I mean, yeah. queer means nothing. And then and they, you know, make they it have like cool. LGBTQIA. Oh, they right. do. I mean, the there's case lesbian case they're just, cool. They're buying into it.
1: When, when people are at their, when kids are at their most vulnerable and trying to figure out who they are, what they think, who, what their identity is, suddenly the culture says, you're cool if you're a lesbian. What the heck is going on instead of, uh, so what, what we're saying here is that there's enculturation, there's indoctrination going, and even the people who are falling for it are becoming pawns in somebody else's political agenda.
2: Oh, absolutely. I will say this, though. It's not cool anymore to just be gay or just be lesbian. We are being ostracized because, um, you know, the the left always goes after the idea of conversion therapy, trying to convert a a homosexual man to be straight. And in the LGBTQ movement today, they tell adult homosexual men that if you are not willing to date a transgender man meaning a woman with female anatomy, then somehow you are transphobic. That is identical to the conversion therapy that some evangelical mm. people do. Do you see what I'm saying? How I mean, it's about just lunacy. That.
1: Good point. It is
2: yeah, lunacy. They're the ones pushing intolerance and conversion therapy.
5: Yeah, it's and crazy so, um, making. you
2: know, hypocrisy is the name of the game on the left. And uh, that's why common sense, like you said, you work in theater with gay people. And I will say that gay men are a gift. We love our girlfriends. We take care of our families. We have nice yards. We wrote all the good music out there. I'll say the same thing for the Jews. You're Jewish, right?
1: Oh, yeah. But, you know, we're not into the identity politics. I hate to tell you, I got to wrap this up because I got to wrap up the show. So tell everybody where they can find you, learn more about you. And bravo to you for standing up. And I hope you bring a lot of those gay Trump supporters out of that closet. Go ahead and tell us where we can go. Well, I, wanted,
2: I want regular conservatives to come out of the closet as well, not just the <laughs> gays. But yeah, LadyMAGAUSA.com. And um, my primary audience is on Facebook, so just search LadyMAGAUSA.com. we got to wrap it up. USA. Ryan,
1: LadyMAGA Woods, thanks for joining us. That about does Love it. Love you, fun. honey. My pleasure. That does it for us here on the KRN Radio Network. Thanks to everybody who makes this show possible. That's spouting off. Please do stand up and keep
4: on us spouting off.